Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I gotta admit. I was thinking of this guy Monday evening, and I was also quite jealous of this guy Monday evening because he got a chance to watch his beloved LSU Tigers take down Clemson, and I'm sure it was the party of all parties down on Bourbon Street, down in New Orleans, as LSU is back as national champions. Our good buddy from Primetime Sports, he's Tim Brando's right-hand man, the great Scott Alexander, our New Orleans correspondent. He joins us. Scotty boy, have you recovered good, sir? Quite a difference a week makes, my friend, after getting bounced out yet again on some some uh, sudden play in, for the Saints in the playoffs three years in a row. Uh, to have one week to heal your wounds this good, it just doesn't get any better than that. Because last night, um, much like 03 and 07, but this was a lot more special, this national championship, because it's just – they just You just knew that this was the best team in the country. Those other ones had some flaws, and, yeah, they won, but they had a loss, you know, and that kind of thing. This was just kind of beautiful to watch it and, and see it unfold, and it was, it was even better to be in that Superdome when it was as loud, I mean, as loud as I've ever heard it. And I've been going for 44 years. I've been to many, many events from Pistol Pete and the New Orleans Jazz, you know, to obviously football games, which you have more people and they're louder, but the Saints have many playoff games. This was the loudest I've ever heard it. How about that? And you know what told me it was LSU's time? It was LSU's moment. You go back to being down 10, right? You're going up against Big Bad Clemson, a team that hadn't lost in a year plus, a team that was the reigning national champ. And I said this about LSU, Scotty. Baltimore in the NFL was a team that was dominant throughout. They got hit in the mouth by Tennessee on Saturday. They were unable to get off the mat. I think LSU showed you... They were not just a front-running team because they faced real adversity in this game, being down by 10 and finding a way at the end of the first half to not only be up, but to be up by double digits. That's when you knew LSU was in really good shape in this game. Funny thing is, is, is you know, this was the first time they were down all season, and it was certainly, uh, you know, a cause for a little concern, but it's weird because I just knew that this offense had been so good that I really wasn't worried. If it got to 17, yeah, of course you worry. But I really was not worried. I remember being down 10 nothing to Ohio State in the 2007 championship and absolutely blew the doors off them the rest of the game. This played out pretty much the same way. They played the same football they've been playing all year. The defense stepped up. Everybody was maligning them because they were giving up yards after they had these 30, 40-point leads, and they are giving up all these statistics and letting Ole Miss running back, quarterback, I mean, run for 200 yards. All that stuff was meaningless. 
Uh, they were hurt. They were injured. I knew they were going to get some guys back. Uh, Grant Delpit, who who played poorly because he was hurt most of the first half of the year, ended up being the Thorpe Award winner. Um, and this defense was really the key because obviously with Clemson, that is a very, very good football team. And you're not going to just beat them generally with offense because they can score too. But, but LSU's defense, I thought, was the key to shutting the, them down and then winning this national championship. Then you think about the quarterback battle, Scotty, and you heard a lot about Trevor Lawrence, rightfully so. He's going to be the number one pick in next year's draft. But one of the more remarkable success stories in the history of college football is going to be the rise of Joe Burrow, who's done it all throughout this year. He had the signature moment against Texas, goes to Alabama and wins that game on the road. And you look at his numbers, 60 touchdown passes, brilliant in both of these games. It is truly remarkable to see a guy who was this two, three-star recruit. Now he's on the top of the world, Scotty Alexander. My goodness, it must be nice to be Joe Burrow, huh? It's it's it really got having gotten to know him a little bit lately. I don't really can't say I know him well. Um, it really could happen to somebody better. I mean, honestly, this kid has fought through all the adversity. It was hard for him to leave Ohio State. It really was, and I love that he loved. His three years there, he gave them a lot of credit on the Heisman podium stand. And I was glad he did it because, you know, he, he, he was nurtured there. He learned there. And he quite unfortunately didn't get to start because he had injury when his first uh, spring battle with Dwayne Haskins. And that's no, that's no bad thing. Haskins ends up being a top 15, 16 pick. So bottom line is that he got his opportunity. And it was a perfect marriage with him and Joe Brady, who just got the Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator job. And I'm scared of those guys now with him and Matt Rule. But fact is is Joe Burrow goes from 12 touchdown passes in 12 games in 12 games he racks up four more in the in the uh in the Fiesta Bowl last year so from the Fiesta Bowl so last night this dude has thrown for 64 touchdowns in 16 games I mean that is for a game I mean that's remarkable and it's not like this is one of those offenses that just completely passes the ball I mean Edward Tillaire Elair ran for well over a thousand yards and, and he did his thing. And his passes, this percentage thing is what blows me away. It's 77% on the season. And this is not a dump off, check off pass. I mean, he throws some intermediate ones, but he throws the long ball all the time. And you got to see that. So that's what's most amazing. So he doesn't have Trevor Lawrence's arm strength. And Trevor Lawrence has proven to me that this guy, he had an off game last night, but he's, he's going to be phenomenal. He can run the ball too. But Burrow has that whole package. His mental acuity for his age is really off the charts. It's Tom Brady-like in a lot of ways, and it's weird. I'm not saying he's Brady. Of course not. But I'm just saying for his age, it's strange to be able to do these checks and, and not ever seem to be rattled in the pocket. And I can't say enough good things about him, and I just wish him the best. Um, I know – I know he revived LSU, and LSU's like I told you before, only LSU and Boise State have won eight, at least eight games since 2000. Uh, everybody, you know, they've fallen off nine, ten win seasons. And, you know, a lot of places that's great. At LSU, it's not, especially when you have to deal with Bama every single year. And uh, now, at least for this year, LSU can feel good to be at the top again. Scotty, when it comes to Joe Burrow in the NFL, this sudden rise – may have some people concerned. How does a guy come out of nowhere and have this sort of year? Is he a guy that you look at and say he will transcend the system? Or did he have this great, spectacular, Heisman perfect season? Dude, yes, his hard work, 
but what Joe Brady brought to that offense. Like, is it a combination of both? Do you believe in Joe Burrow's NFL stock? How do you evaluate him now moving forward to the next level? I got to tell you, that's a great question because I give a lot of speeches down here. I mean, I, I talk to, like, touchdown clubs and rotary clubs and groups and things like that a lot. And someone asked me about – it might have even been right before we played Alabama, and they were still rolling, but they hadn't beaten Bama yet. They beat a few top ten teams already, Florida, Auburn, Texas, who were all in the top ten we played them. Um, but I, they were asking me something similar, and I said, no. I said, this is – he's a good, smart uh, – he's a gamer. He's, he's – uh, He's a leader. He's feisty. He's got all these things. His arm strength is okay. His accuracy is very good. But I wasn't buying in. Um, and then I saw the last part of the season, four in November, then an SEC championship, and then these two. Um, <laughs> he's the real deal. Brady, of course, helped him. And, and without Brady, who knows what, what his stock would be. But that was a perfect marriage. Is he going to do this in, in Cincinnati? I doubt it. If Cincinnati was smart, they would have been the ones to hire him. I mean, to be honest with you. Uh, how great would that have been for both those guys? But the fact is, is this kid's going to be good. Um, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of leadership things that Brady does, and Brady was a perfect marriage with the right coach. I mean, it's, a lot of this is as combinations of some of it is luck. Brady obviously is one of the goats. I mean, listen, one of the goats. Will Burrow be there? I mean, that's a lot to put on a kid. Just be good. Be better than Andy Dalton. Be a good, solid starting quarterback. If you're the first overall pick. Sometimes it works out great, like Peyton Manning, but sometimes, like fellow LSU Tiger, Jamarcus Russell, it doesn't. It's an inexact science. The Bengals have drafted a lot of guys, Achilles Smith being one of them in the top three picks, and they, 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 they bomb. So as far as Burrow, no one can truly predict where the guy's going to be in the next level, but like I said earlier, his, his mental capability behind the center and just the decisions he makes alone are going to help him tons because if guys are dropping passes, he's going to check off and start hitting the guys that are in the best position to catch the ball, and that's what he does. You see these receivers, they're very good, but, man, he makes them even better. Scotty Alexander, primetime sports down in New Orleans. Okay, Scotty, Coach Hill, when LSU made him the head man, what was your initial reaction? Because there were a lot of people, and I was not one of them. Now, did I ever think that Coach O would be this successful? No, not in a million years. It was asking a whole lot. But there were certain guys where I look at him and I say, wow, he's just born to be the coach of the LSU Tigers. He looks like an LSU coach. He sounds like an LSU coach. He's an easy guy to relate to. He's an easy guy to like. When was the moment for Scott Alexander, who's a very smart college football fan, when did you all of a sudden buy into the idea that Ed Orgeron was the real deal and was going to be a big winner at the program? That's a fantastic question because I, I, I was asked on so many shows, and maybe, I don't know if I was even doing your show yet, but on shows like this nationwide, about that. And, and a lot of people were leading me to the question, like, obviously it's a bad hire. And I'm like, and I stopped and said, why? I said, you know, a lot of these coaches like, Saban are looking for the next best job. And LSU, there's very few next best jobs, really. But he went to the NFL, right? This guy wanted to be here. He wasn't going to come and make this a stepping stone to go somewhere. And, you know, when Tom Herman got that job, I mean, a lot of people have called him Boy Wonder. And listen, I know he's a good coach. I've been in, in many meeting rooms with the guy. I like the guy a lot. Ogeron brings something different. He loves being at LSU. He played there for about uh, – less than a month, and then he ended up quitting school, went work, and then he went off to uh, Northwestern because Bobby Bear 
Caldwell, that was his high school teammate, said, come join me and play some football. So his LSU roots aren't that strong, honestly. He grew up in Japan, and he loves LSU, and he loves Louisiana. But, man, every person in the state had, a, had an opinion on this. And I got to tell you, even in this own state, I'd say over 60% of the people kept telling me it was a bad hire. Another 20% were like, eh, I don't know. I guess he's there. We'll see what happens. And then maybe 20 were like me, at most, saying, I like the hire. And that's at most. But the fact is, I was gung-ho about it. Uh, I knew Jimbo Fisher, so I had a little bit of partial bias in me. Uh, I wanted to see him get it originally. But I wasn't, like, bummed out when he, he kind of he had a bad situation because word got out that he he, he – accepted the job he didn't want florida state to know but bottom line it got it got a little sticky and he just took the best best deal not to go back to lsu because that's where he had coached uh, a national champion on two different coaches he was the offensive coordinator under both les miles and nick saban so but when ogeron got it and then i just started you remember what lsu fired um les miles after a crazy auburn game like they all seemed to be kind of crazy but this one was like we won on the last second play and then they said uh you know the guy stepped over the line or something on the last throw, whatever happened. And then then he got fired. And this is a guy that had won 80-something percent of his games and was fired. And so when Ogeron took that job, man, he took it, and all of a sudden they started going from like 350 yards a game to 550. I mean, it was nuts. I'm not saying that's all him, but something changed, whether it was his coaching schematics or, or – or the, the, the guys were more motivated to play for him. And when he came up for the real job at the interim, I was like, you got to give it to him. I said, you got to do it. I mean, he's earned this right. He was 6-2 and two after taking over uh, a USC gig when his other coach was fired. And they were, they were stinking. So everybody points to Ole Miss and how bad he did there. Okay, it's Ole Miss. Okay, man, he made some poor decisions. But he proved to me in that stint at LSU – on interim basis, and that's then at USC. And I'd already known, because you know your friend Alex Helter knows, that I ran probably the biggest recruiting show easily in the country. We did it for several years before ESPN kind of took over at Fox. But the bottom line is this, I know he's already the best court recruiting coordinator in the country. Everybody knew that, and that was no secret. So when you combine all those things and his passion for not just LSU and his players, but the game itself and his love of Louisiana, to me was a no-brainer. And it's paying off a lot more than I thought, just like you said. I don't think anybody could have seen this, but you know what? He made some of the right hires, and he's smart enough now to delegate as much as possible because before his problem at Ole Miss was he felt he had to do everything because it was his show, uh, his way of the highway, and he's changed his ways, and it has shown in big, big effort proportions. Scotty, Joe Brady now finding his way to Carolina with Matt Rule. Is he going to be a slam dunk working in the NFL? And how about this for a prediction? I'm going to tell you that Matt Rule and Joe Brady are working with Trevor Lawrence in two years. How does that sound? I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, listen, let's just talk about those two coaches. Um, Brady's 30, right? We hired him at 29 from the Saints. And he was basically the assistant to the assistant. But everyone knew he had a sharp, sharp mind. This guy eats, lives, and breathes. But he's not from Louisiana. So I knew there was not going to be that tie holding him down. Uh, and then, you know, he signed that deal. Obviously, this may have all been predetermined. I think it was yesterday, the day before. With the out, the end, if you have an NFL offense coordinator gig, yep, go. Well, he got it the next day, and it's a it's a brilliant signing by Carolina because every team has a down year once in a while, and they certainly had a big one this year. But man, they went out and got the two of the most dynamic young coaches. Matt Rule, I got to see some Baylor games or work them, at least two of them this season. 
Um, I can't say enough good things about him. And I, I didn't wasn't buying into Baylor at all until we saw him, and they just ripped up Oklahoma State on the road. And I'm going to say this, that combination uh, is going to be the one most NFL eyes will be on, certainly mine, because they play in the Saints division twice a year, and Carolina is always a sleeping giant. So it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. Scotty, before we get you out of here, you are a historian of college football. You spent a lot of time around the great Tim Brando. This LSU team has done it all this year. You think about the big wins, the top 10 wins, the dominant performance in the playoffs. This is going to stack up as an all-time great team. I'm not willing to say it's the greatest team of all time. I got to let that marinate over a couple months. Then maybe I can reevaluate. But, I mean, if we're talking over the last 20 or 25 years, you got to be looking at this LSU group as a top five team with the talent they assembled with the season they put together. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I hate I hate you know, comparing eras because how can you? Everything's different. Listen, uh, you know, Bama was certainly dominant in one, of the, one or two of those seasons where they just rolled over everybody recently. You know, obviously the Canes in 2001, that team was just littered with superstars. They really were one bad call away from winning two consecutive national championships in, in dominant fashion. Um, and then you had the Canes in the 80s, Nebraska teams, 97 or 95, I guess, when they annihilated Florida. These are all good teams. Now, it's easy to look at certain things about this. This offense, yeah, it's the greatest. It's the greatest offense for sure because they're doing it against the best teams. They beat four teams, no, five teams, excuse me, that finished in the top eight, not started, finished. And if you want to count Texas, who was number four when they played them, and Auburn, who was five, and Auburn probably was their toughest competition, um, that's seven right there, okay? You got Clemson, you got Alabama, you got Oklahoma, you got Georgia. And you got Florida. They all finished in the top eight. And you're one of the eight, so that's six. So you only didn't beat a couple of them, right? Ohio State, whoever else is in there. So fact is, there's your strength. But guess what? They did even better in 2011 when they were the most dominant team LSU had ever had until the national championship. That team beat eight top tens and beat four top fives. And the fact there is they, um, they ended up – no one remembers them because they got smoked by Alabama in the championship. But this team – will measure up for sure just by the fact of the schedule they played, the way they annihilated all everyone. I'm talking everyone, the only single-digit game. Well, Alabama scored a couple late to make it single digits. I think that was five. They were never in the game. Like, they never had the ball to take the lead, and neither did Auburn, the other team that played them close. That score looked much closer than it was because they scored two touchdowns in the last two minutes, and everybody thinks it was close. It was 23-6. to six. And, uh, and they scored two to make it 23-20. But still, Auburn played them the toughest. So when you look at all this going down, Oklahoma, you beat by 50. It could have been 100, really. We know that. You know that. And obviously the game last night, they could have scored a couple more at the end. They're not, gonna, they're not those type of people to do that. They just dominate everybody. So when you look at it like that, I will never say they're the greatest because I don't like that because I think it's just, it's just wrong. You can't judge people like that. But they're always this team will always be in the argument just for what they accomplished. The great Scott Alexander, primetime sports down in New Orleans. Scotty, always appreciate the perspective. And I don't know, the next time I'm down on Bourbon Street, I want me, you, and Joe Burrow smoking cigars like we're the big men on campus, man. That picture, that's Lenny Dawson. That picture is going to be up in, like, bars down in the bayou for years to come, as iconic as it gets, my brother. So, I don't know, maybe a couple of drinks, a cigar, and uh, we'll be living large. All right, my brother? We we might just be able to arrange that. I looked at that picture, and I just said, gangsta.
That's what I'm talking about. Scotty, appreciate it, bro. Yeah, we got you covered, baby. I know you do. All right, we'll chat soon. There you have it. The great Scott Alexander of Primetime Sports. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.